Melissa LeGrant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. Hey there, and welcome back. In today's episode, I'm going to chat about something I coach on a lot, and that's nighttime snacking. Now, I'm not talking about eating after a certain time of night or having a cutoff period, because the time of night you're eating doesn't really matter in regards to weight loss. What I'm talking about is overeating at night and eating when you're not hungry to solve for other things. So in this episode, I'm going to help you bring awareness around if it's happening for you and why. I'm going to chat about how this may have become a habit for you. And then I'm going to give you lots of tips on how you can start to move away from it if it's not helping you. So the first step is always awareness. Because in order for you to change something, you have to be aware of it. And I want you to do this without all the judgment. So as I'm talking through some of this and you're like, yeah, yeah, I totally do that. That's okay. That's why I'm talking about it because you're not alone. So if you feel like nighttime snacking is affecting your progress, or if it's something you've been wanting to change, but aren't sure how, start by answering these four questions. The first one, what time of night does it typically happen for you? Number two, what is it that you typically snack on? And number three, are you even thinking about it? Or is it something that's more on autopilot for you? Like it's become more of a habit. And the last question, if you are thinking about it while it's happening, what are those thoughts? Are you beating yourself up? Like, here I go again. Why do I always do this? I just have no willpower. Are you justifying it? Like, well, I deserve it. It's been a long and stressful day. I'll be better tomorrow. Those four questions will help you identify if it's happening and what exactly is going on. So then the next thing you want to do is identify why it's happening. And this could be a lot of different reasons and they can change daily. So when you're reaching for that snack at night, ask yourself, is it because you're hungry? And if your answer is no, then ask yourself what it is you're actually feeling and see what pops up for you. I'll give you a few of the common ones that I see come up a lot. One of them is, I'm tired, but I don't want to go to sleep yet, so I'll have a snack. Or, it was a long day. I deserve it. It's the only way I can relax. Or maybe it's, today was so stressful and tomorrow's going to be the same. So, bring on the wine and snacks. Or, Maybe it's, I'm bored and I need something to entertain me. And I will say that for some of you, this time of night might be the first time you're checking in with yourself all day. You're so busy throughout the day, constantly on the go, you haven't taken a second to check in on yourself and how you're feeling. So when things finally do start to slow down at night, these feelings and emotions from the day start to all creep up. And instead of sitting with those feelings, you do things to distract yourself or numb. Now, we all have ways that we do this with food or booze or Netflix or social media scrolling. But if this is something you truly want to work on, you have to dig in, get honest with yourself, and you're going to have to sit in some of those feelings that don't feel good. 
it can be really uncomfortable at first, but you have to do this if you truly want to change it. Our brains are wired to seek reward and pleasure, to reduce pain and discomfort. And if you've been using food in this way for a while as comfort, you've made it a habit. You've trained your brain to look for food when those uncomfortable feelings pop up. It's your body feels stress and your brain goes, oh, okay, I recognize this feeling. I know we solve this one with food. But the good news here is that we can unlearn bad habits and replace them with good habits. Now, this will take time. It's not going to happen overnight, and it's never going to be perfect. So you want to start with small, teeny changes that feel 100% doable for you. Trying to just eliminate the habit completely rarely works for the long term. So here's a few suggestions. The first is go in with a plan. Answering those four questions I mentioned in the beginning, you probably have noticed some patterns. If you know that most nights at eight o'clock, you reach for those cookies, then plan for that to happen, but put some boundaries on it. How many cookies will you have? Then the next suggestion is to take a pause instead of just reacting, come back to it. And maybe you decide to still have it and that's okay, but you're getting in the habit of taking a pause and being in the moment. And the more you do that, the easier it'll get. And that's a huge win. You could take a pause by doing all kinds of different things, like drinking a glass of water and writing down what it is you're actually feeling. Getting out what's going on for you on paper can be super beneficial emotionally, and it will also help you identify some patterns. And once those feel easy, then you can add on to them. That could look like starting to plan smaller portions, like you could put your snack on a plate or in a bowl versus eating it out of the package. Or maybe it's planning a more nutritious snack and something with protein. There are so many things you can do once you're aware. And then my last suggestion here is plan to mess this up. You're human. It's going to happen. Remind yourself of that when your first instinct is to beat yourself up over it. Okay, so before I go here today, I want to tie this all together with a recent coaching call I had on this exact topic. Now, for this lady, the nighttime overeating was happening a bit during the week, but Sunday nights were the toughest for her. She had what we called a bad case of the Sunday scaries. Around the same time, each evening on Sundays, she would start thinking about her week ahead that's filled with big work meetings, a lot of travel for work, and lots of family obligations. Oh, and side note real quick on Sundays. This is where the old diet brain thinking loves to creep in, saying things like, well, tomorrow is Monday. I can just start then. So that's just another thing to be aware of. So anyway, once that time of night hit for her and the kids were finally in bed, that's when the booze and the snacking started. She didn't want the fun of the weekend to end. So instead of going to bed, because that would mean the stressful week would be here sooner, she'd have a couple more drinks and then the snacking would start. But come Monday morning, she felt like crap. And you guessed it, was beating herself up over it. So Once we had the awareness on what was happening and her thoughts around it, we could start to strategize around it. Just telling herself she wasn't going to do it anymore wasn't working. So first, we made a plan. Knowing that this has been happening for a lot of Sundays, let's expect it and plan for it. 
We put some boundaries on the Sunday night that she felt were completely realistic and doable for her. She was going to plan out her snack and the number of drinks she was going to have. And before she'd have it, she was going to take that pause. And for her, that was going to be to take her dog on a 5 to 10 minute walk, working on bringing herself back into the present moment and out of the stress and worry of the week ahead. Then when she would come back in, she'd decide if she still wanted it. And even if she did have it, the win is in taking the pause. The more she does that, the easier it will become to move away from the habit. Then we build upon those small wins. And the second thing we're working on is reframing that thought she has of, I don't want the fun to end. Because when she thinks about it rationally, it actually wasn't fun for her. And it wasn't bringing her comfort. It was bringing her more pain. Now, is this going to go perfectly for her? No, but we expect that. But each time she has taken that pause just before reacting by eating, that has given her a ton of momentum. And I know it will for you too. All right, your action step for this week is awareness. Start by answering those four questions I listed off at the beginning and see what pops up for you. And I'd love to help you strategize around this. So hop on over to Instagram at melissa.legrant and send me a message so I can help. Oh, and if you've been finding this podcast helpful, I'd love for you to follow or subscribe and review wherever you're listening. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next week.